What up, heads? Welcome to the Wayback Reboot known as The Beard Speaks Again. My name is Chuck Reeves. I am the Beast host, and you are fucking fantastic, excellent people for joining me on yet another trip down the Fago hole. The Reboot, Redo, Remix, if you will. Today, Beard Speaks Again, Episode 4. What you're hearing is Take Fucking 2. The first cut of this motherfucker ended up in my digital trash can. How? I really don't even have any idea. But here we sit again, making this the third total attempt at me getting this episode out. Like it's on some Inception type shit. I want to make sure to say salute and thank you to all the listeners on all the platforms. Whether that be iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you're at. The iTunes and the Spotify numbers are killing it right now. I definitely want to thank those streamers for that bump. I want to thank the Patreons. I want to thank the haters. I want to thank Joe Bruce's pill dealer. And I especially, and of course, want to thank our sponsor for the Beard Speaks Audio Extravaganza, RAPromos.net, the only place you should be looking for your print and promotional needs today. We take a trip down the alleyway of shows past with a three-show mashup of Beard Speaks episodes four, five, and then the following Beard Speaks Extra. The continuation and apparent end to the friction between Tech 9 and the Insane Clown Posse over a pair of dueling Hot 97 interviews and a Tech 9 feature release. Part 1 is from episode 4. ICP had announced an impending broadcast of the Juggalo show that would feature Violent J and further information about Tech 9. I took that as an opportunity to make some predictions about that broadcast, which a few nights later, I believe were proven correct. I didn't predict at all, though, as while the Bruce Brothers put out the strange music-related fire, they used the opportunity to restoke the flames of another beef. I hope you enjoy this retrospective look at the events from the week of April 15th, 2017. The Beard Speaks Again. Now. Oh, come on, he's a miserable cocksucker fucking asshole. You hate him, admit it. Thursday. I'll be in Providence, like I said. But apparently, ICP announced that they're going to be joining the normal crew over there at the Juggalo show. You know, Jump Steady, Rude Boy. Fucking Rachel the Cackler, fucking Kevin Gill's punk ass via satellite, heading to TV, Max Headroom style and shit. But apparently, ICP, Joe Bruce, Shaggy Too Dope are going to be visiting the show, and they're going to be addressing the current Tech 9 situation that they've thrust themselves into, as well as some March-related items. We haven't gotten any serious March news in a while, so this should be pretty interesting. And on top of that... From what I understand, and this is my official, this is Chuck's word. I hope everybody out there is watching. I hope y'all make me, you know, if if I'm wrong, I hope y'all fucking let me know. But something tells me I'm not. Go ahead, say what you want about it. But I think maybe he might have smartened up. What we might see Thursday for the first time in probably recorded history is going to be Joseph Bruce publicly apologizing. Now... What level of apology? That's yet to be seen. Are we going to get a full, hey, tech, I'm sorry for going on Hot 97 and fucking disrespecting you? I don't know. I would assume it's not going to have to go that far, but something tells me that an apology is definitely coming. What this did was not only 
set off a fracture between these two record labels that have a long and storied history together. But it also created a rift on the street because Tech and Strange Music is a very large organization. They employ a lot of people. And not all those people are without street ties. I'll just put it that way. Anybody who knows Tech knows he's run Red for quite a long time. And I would really hope that somebody has spoken to Joe Bruce and let him know. This isn't just going to affect your standing amongst tech fans. It's not going to just affect tech standing amongst what I'm now calling the 17%. If you out there and you believe in everything Joe Bruce fucking tells you, you're a 17%er. Because I think about 17% of the fucking juggalo population at large are the dumb ones, the fucking diehards, the ones that ain't got no fucking brain in their head besides what Joe Bruce tells them to do. So all you 17%ers out there, come Thursday... When he apologizes, I hope all y'all are ready to apologize to Tech as well. If we built him, we could cripple him. And at the moment, nobody's interested in crippling him. So Thursday, expect to hear Joe Bruce backpedal like his ass is Lance Armstrong in reverse. All right? That's all I'm saying. I can't think that he's going to go on the Juggalo show and use another large platform just to dig further hole into his own grave. Nothing, this whole thing has done nothing but show that he's just whiny about shit. Anybody who heard that, the initial interview with Tech back in November, which I spoke about in my previous video on this object, didn't feel disrespected for fucking shit four or five months before Joe Bruce told them to. You got heads out there like fucking Child's Play Ninja talking all sorts of shit about this, that, and the next thing, breaking down the minutes and seconds that each topic was spoken about. But what this fucking googly-moogly fucking mongoloid piece of shit didn't take into account is context. You can bring up the Juggalo book, and if you talk about the Juggalo book for 12 fucking minutes, yeah, you spoke about the Juggalo book. But if you did it in the context of defending Juggalos about some fucking sort of slight that didn't even fucking happen because you mad about a march, that's some bullshit. Dudes like CPN, he's the fucking leader of the 17%ers as far as I'm concerned. The true diehards, the true dumb shits out there. If you ain't a dumb shit, this is the channel for you. Remember what I said? Without a doubt. Thursday night on the Juggalo Show, Joe Bruce apologizes publicly to motherfucking Tech 9 Expect it. Congratulate me if it happens. If it don't, let me know. I expect motherfuckers to flame my shit. All you CPN supporters, all you 17 percenters believe in every fucking bullshit lie that comes out of Joe Bruce's mouth. You go ahead. You let me know. You get in them comments. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribing. New Beard Speaks episodes coming. No big deal. So because of the fact that I didn't end up hosting the murder tour in Providence last night because of my own long-standing karmic fuck-ups, I was able to be at home for the scheduled start of the Juggalo show. They were broadcasting at 9 o'clock as scheduled, but I think we put up with at least a fucking hour worth of old ICP videos Big hoodoo videos. I, I didn't see much else in the way of videos. I think those were the only two artists who videos they even have left, to be completely honest with you. But so we dealt with that for a while. I'm sure the Duke was running on Duke's dick time. So, of course, he was going to be a little bit late. No surprise there. Juggalo show gets started. No Shaggy 2 dope. Where the fuck is Shaggy? Some people said that they saw on Instagram or Snapchat or something that he was in the studio. 
That doesn't make any sense to me, considering the fact that his album just got turned in and the shit's up for pre-order, and I wouldn't think they're still doing recording on it. I could be wrong. Jay, on the other hand, went ahead, told the listeners at home, Shags could not find a babysitter. So, take that out of the fuck you want it. He should have just said that Shag stayed home because after the last time they did an interview together, all those fucking memes they made. There was no Rudy. There was no DJ Carlito. There was no Rachel Let the Cackler. There was also no explanation. Maybe this is a situation where if the Big Daddy Duke's dick is coming through the room, they clear it out with of everybody besides his brother. KG was obviously in the house via satellite. Dumb motherfucker that he is. This was not the episode for him. That's for fucking sure. Started off. With a little bit of small talk, um, WrestleMania weekend being last weekend and all, and KG being like the world's biggest wrestling mark. So obviously KG was in Florida for WrestleMania, but in some sort of fucking weird, I'm involved in wrestling, but I'm not ghetto bullshit. KG wasn't actually involved, nor did he go to WrestleMania. He was in Florida for WrestleMania. He participated in some sort of... uh, off-brand fucking wrestling convention and then apparently watched wrestlemania in some cracked out motel six someplace in south florida with a couple of old school wrestlers who probably all addicted to pills he talked a little bit about canadian juggalo weekend it seems like it went good everybody i know went had a good time i guess onyx looked like they killed it they talked a lot about shit they talked a lot about mad child which I'm going to bring up again here in a second because it seems like he was trying to look for some sort of segue into this Hot 97, him talking shit about everybody who's got a Juggalo following. In preparing for last night's Juggalo show, Joe Bruce said that he had listened to their interview on Hot 97 again and was feeling a bunch of regrets about some things that were said. Right off rip, he brings brings up Mad Child, discusses how, I guess, on the Hot 97 interview... He said that Mad Child wouldn't be shit without Juggalos. Um, they were naming off groups that have played the gathering, and they said Swollen Members, and I said, absolutely, Mad Child. You know, he, he's got crazy amounts of Juggalo love. He wouldn't be shit if it weren't for Juggalos, you know? And that was a completely foul, fucked up thing for me to say, because it's not true at all. Now, that's a statement that I don't think anybody would have argued with, but apparently Jay felt bad about saying it. Uh, he, he wanted to really big up Mad Child. I guess Mad Child's coming to the march. Um, whatever, whatever. So we start right off with the regrets, which I loved. Because like you know, I predicted this motherfucker was going to be all apologies, all night, tons of backpedaling. And that is kind of what happened in a quasi way. And then it rebounded into something completely unexpected, an attack on Magic Ninja Entertainment. Mad Child probably saw them at Canadian Juggalo Weekend, brought a bunch of Bax War homies with them, and maybe had a fucking conversation with Violent J in regards to what he fucking said. The, the phrase, anyone wouldn't be shit without Juggalos, is a hell of a fucking statement to make, and something that Violent J not only had to back up with uh, Mad Child, I'm sure, but also with Tech 9 which was the main point of his whole appearance on last night's broadcast, was to deal with... With the Tech Nine issue. ICP goes on Ebro in the Morning, the biggest morning show in New York City. It's on Hot 97, one of the biggest radio stations in New York City. And for the better part of an hour, talk about how Tech Nine disrespected them and the Juggalos at large by not sucking our dick, pretty much. Now, on last night's Juggalo show, 
uh, Violent J kind of throttled back on the rhetoric quite a bit and changed his tune about quite a number of fucking things and backpedaled on pretty much everything that he said in that interview on Hot 97. The first thing he started with was making sure to correct the incorrect assumption by many of you 17 percenters out there that Tech 9 was somehow an ICP product. People don't realize is um, on the Juggalo end, Tech 9 is not a Psychopathic Records product. You know what I'm saying? Tech 9 was not something thought up in the, in, on, in the minds of the, the people behind the scenes at Psychopathic. You know what I'm saying? Like Twisted. Or like, um, you know, um, Boondocks, <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? Like right. these artists, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, although great artists, you know what I'm saying? Undeniably talented. They wouldn't be if they weren't, you know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. you know, their, their names and their um, calculated looks and all that were creations of psychopathic, you know what right. I'm saying? So um, Tech 9 was not this. Tech 9 was not uh, inspired by ICP in any way. Joe Bruce then explains that when Tech 9 went into Ebro in the morning that day, he wasn't thinking about trying to put Juggalos, ICP, or Psychopathic Records on. He was thinking of his own life and his own career. So Tech already went in there not thinking about, hey, I'm here to put Juggalos on, you know what I'm saying, or I'm going to do this right by ICP or anything like that. It's nowhere on his mind. He's doing his own career, his own life, you know what I'm saying? As we felt, he went on a show, and he had an opportunity to... um to um, say a lot of nice things about Juggalos, and especially this year, knowing what we got going on, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, it was important to us that he did that, you know? Right. I think he knew that, you know, but I don't think that was on his mind going into the show. I think he was more concerned with um, that show itself. Joe even went as far as trying to blame Hot 97 as some sort of radio station and Ebro in the morning is some sort of radio show that is designed to bait you into some sort of thing. Like for example, their competitor, the breakfast club. As far as I know, Ebro in the morning, Rosenberg, all those cats over there are pretty straightforward hip hop journalists. Now here's the thing about that show, which another thing we didn't know. Okay. That show fucks with people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, they yeah, no, they no, fuck no. with they the, the they, they get a guy in there in the interview and they fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Went in there, you know, pretty much with his guard up. You know what I'm saying? Like ready to spar with these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Because not that he's got anything against them in, the, in you know personal life, but that's what they do. They get under your skin. They put you on a spot. They fluster you. They say, hey man, you you know you you you're biting this or you you're doing this or that. And then once they got you flustered, they actually bust a rap. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> right, right. Then Joe starts sucking Tex's dick. He starts talking about the years and years and years of support and love that Tech has had for the Juggalos. Because we know Tech, I know Tech well, you know, right. and he's he's a great fucking guy. We said it a hundred times on that show, man. We're like, he's right. a fucking great guy. He's a great character. He's a great person, and um, he's a good man. And uh, you know, we just would have said whatever. He just, you know, whatever's going on in his world. You know, what I'm saying that's what's going on right sure. now. You know, he's and not, he, and not he's, thinking along those he's, lines. He's rep juggalos. You yeah, know every so. time, I'm constantly. He you know plays a gathering for half right. the price that he's getting, right. m- less than half the price than he's getting. You know, right. out there when he's doing shows and shit. He play. He always gives us a huge break, knowing that we lose money every year. Yeah, he's always giving so us a break. Kinda, it's kind of like. A- in regards to the entirety of the Hot 97 interview, Violent J, Joe Bruce goes on to explain that although he wishes he still did the interview, he wishes he hadn't spoken about Tech so much, and that after speaking to Tech, he fully understands Tech's position. So, 
Anyway, um, that was the deal with that, you know, like, um, we just felt like he was a little young, a little short with his answers, you know, and um, he could have used that opportunity to say good things about Juggalos, and he didn't quite do that. But after he explained the situation to me and what that show was like and what those guys are like on a show, I just really kind of wish we would have fell back and not done that because, um, I mean, I wish we would have done the interview, but I wish we wouldn't have talked about tech so much because people think we're mad at him and there's like an ongoing lingering beef or something. It, it, and it, of, it, of him, no. We did right. not make Tech 9 That's what no. people need to understand. We right. had nothing. He was not a psychopathic artist. He was not a psychopathic creation. Right. He was a discovery of psychopathic nothing. He was doing his own thing, his own hustle, living a dream, trying to chase the dream down. And any way to go about that, I'm not mad at that. But now heads, you know, Jumpsteady wasn't going to move on from this until he slobbered on some of that tactic himself. Yes, man. Yeah. You like, know what I'm saying? And, 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 and when you look at Tech Nine, like, you know what I'm saying? The respect he's given to the Juggalo world, like throughout his whole career, you know what I'm saying? Right. And in and, and, and his songs and his music at shows, like coming to do the gathering, rocking out. They called the whole situation between te them and Tech not serious, not something to be concerned with. But then they threw in a little jab, a little foreshadowing to some things that are going to go on later in the Juggalo show about things that have hap that have happened, people who have crossed the line. It's not, it's not that serious. You yeah. Know what I'm now, now there are other things happening in the Juggalo world that are in fact sure. that serious. Yeah, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? There, but, there, um, there's lines that have been crossed, but not right. Not by strange. Not by not strange by music. Not by you Tech Nine. And and I don't. Like I guess Joe and Tech have been speaking quite a bit these last few days probably ever since the song dropped and violent j realized the puddle of shit he fucking stepped in violent j goes on to claim after days and days of conversation with tech nine he finally now completely understands what's going on and, um and i felt it was tech's place to um you know think a little more clearly in that situation especially this year with everything we're doing and just you know you know but he, he like i, I can totally understand things now after talking to him for so much last few days you know but did he fucking not before why'd you go on the radio if you didn't know what you what you were fucking talking about before who continues to suck text dick by explaining not only why he's not marching but also defending it going as far as announcing text upcoming fall canadian tour you know we did talk about the march though what right. happened with the march? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, like, why isn't Tech Nine playing the march? You know, and that's what I want to address too. Um, the way I understand it, Tech Nine just signed with a new booking agency. I believe they're called um, Paradigm, and there's a G somewhere in that Paradigm. I don't yes. know how the fuck that could be, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> at the end, yeah, like D I G M. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, um. He, they signed a, uh, a contract with Paradigm, apparently, which is a touring agency, um, and um, they agreed to do a Canadian tour slated for September, and that's in the contract, you know what I'm saying? So they can't all of a sudden come back after signing this brand new contract and say, oh, hey, now we need to do this in there during September, by the way, you know, don't book right. us for this date. Like when they already signed a contract allowing them to tour Canada during that month, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, that's what's up. Now, after they went ahead and backpedaled and swam away from the shark-infested waters that were the fucking tech fiasco, Joe and Rob spoke about the march a little bit, 
and Joe uses the word regret again. We made some mistakes launching that Juggalo March website. You know what I'm saying? Sure, we were yeah. a little too passionate about it. You know, no. by um, the way we did it when we first launched the site, the way we said everybody that's invited, everybody that turned it down, and everybody that's accepted. We wanted to put everybody on front center, like, here you go. These are the people that accepted. These are the people that have passed, passed on playing, you know? Right. That way, you know, because Juggalos love to debate about that shit. They love to debate. Well, on- it, it was putting people on blast, like, look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just saying, yeah, calling you know people saying? out publicly for saying they didn't accept. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, but more than that, it was calling them up for saying they passed. So, um, yeah, so, the, you know, we, we launched that website a, a little too harshly with a little too much passion. And, um, you know, another another regret of ours, you know, I think was the, the, the form in well, which it, that website y- was launched. You know, now, of course, they're talking about the list, the invitee list, the pass fail list, the yes, no list, the juggalo thumbs up, thumbs down list. And basically says what we've all been saying since day one, that it was misguided and it was a fucking basically a public extortion attempt. So the idea that they're just coming around to this shit now, man, it just it makes me say, you've been watching my videos, Joe. I don't know if he was mic'd up on this next one, but Joe goes on to speak that the way they felt in private was not the way they should have acted publicly. And now they're changing it. I don't know what the hell that even fucking means, but it sounds kind of fucking shady and snake-like to me. I mean, I act the way I feel. If you feel a certain way and you really wanted to act a certain way, then that's the way you are. So when they put out this fucking list and they tried to publicly extort a bunch of fucking people, that was really how they felt. No, I know what you're saying. Like, it, it had good intentions, but it ended up being a mistake. But it was a mistake to do yeah. it like that publicly. That's the way we feel privately. Right, <laughs> right, and, yeah. I, and I'm forced that's to say it, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? No, like, I, I totally that's agree with you. Opinions that. of us, sure. You know, but that is not the way that should have been handled. No, you know what I'm saying at all. And um, and that's another regret. But there's nothing you can do about it now. That's why we're sending the invites out again, and see if it makes a difference with anybody. You know what I'm saying? But um, probably won't. I think we're straight like it is. Then, without further fucking ado, the Magic Ninja sneak attack. I just got a. The only thing I got a problem with whether you play the march or not, like whether you want to play the march or not. Is the motherfuckers that are running their mouth trying to fucking dog it? Yeah, that's that's, that's just like that's s- that's, re- not, that's beef right there, man. That's, that's such beef. fucking bullshit. That's beef. you know what I'm saying. And, and, and I'm just gonna call it out. And I, I really I don't even want to go there. But everybody on Magic Ninja Entertainment besides Twisted, they would all be at the fucking march if it wasn't for Twisted telling them like you ain't gonna do the march. Right. I, you know what I'm saying? All knows. those ninjas. I don't give a fuck what they say. They would all be there. They'd love to be playing that. They would fucking hearts. love it. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Now they're going to come back and say, no, we wouldn't. Right. You know no, no, we got suck Twisted's dick. Right. But if it wasn't, if, if, if they weren't lined up behind Twisted, you know what I'm saying? They right. would all be there without question. Well, you know, we don't like Twisted. They're just like you know super. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat They're just super that. haters. I'm not sh- hating on the whole thing. And fuck them for that, man. Right. Straight up. And, and we didn't say that in our interview with Fago Lovers, but we're saying it now. Fuck them for it, man. Right. Fuck them for it, you know? And another thing, let me state this. Fuck everybody at Magic Ninja Entertainment that was once a Psychopathic Records recording artist. Fuck you, too. You know, for trying to uh, rally into some sort of, um, whatever the fuck y'all are doing, some fake-ass hatchet without the fucking H, phonies. 
That's bullshit. Fuck you for that. Yeah, we get it. Fuck you. Fuck your mama. Fuck, fuck your mama's mama. Fuck your sister. Fuck your aunt. Fuck your nephew. Fuck your niece. We get it, Joe. Fuck everybody over there. The fuck you're trying to do. You, none of you have one fucking solid complaint you can it's say like, about us, or we'd like, have heard it by now. It's like you're gonna talk about there not being any real legitimate complaints against you guys over there. Just because George Twisted and the rest of Magic Ninja hasn't aired your fucking shady ass organization out doesn't mean they don't have the ability to do so. And I think with these statements, you're calling down a hammer that you don't want now. This man, like. All those ninjas, like, and I'm not trying to call this guy help specifically, but the GMO skis and all that, they're fucking cool motherfuckers, man. Like, I've talked to them. I brought them into the gatherings before. They're fucking cool. You know what I'm saying? And then they get over there on Twisted's label, and all the hate that Twisted has, it's like infected them. And now all of a sudden they're hating. Right. And everything. You know what I'm saying? They just follow in the suit. That's like, that's like sheep mentality. Now, Gmo's already responded to Jump Steady's little sheep comments there with a Facebook post, and it reads as follows. Gmo Ski comes flying out of Jump Steady's mouth. Dear Jump Steady, call me like a motherfucking man and holler at me. How dare you say Gmo Ski was cool and positive until he got with Twisted and now I'm a sheep. N-word deleted. I don't even know you. Y'all can have whatever problems y'all want to have. Keep my name out of your mouth. Don't you dare try to slander my name. I ain't done shit to nobody. If you want my opinion on anything, hit me up, and we're deleted. You ain't ever heard what I feel. For you to be on the airwaves talking about me, and we're hush. I'm a motherfucking MC. Next time you speak my name, it better be concerning a rap battle. I ain't about all these politics, bruh, bruh. Let's make music. Big shouts to Gmo on that one. At one point, it seems like KG was trying to be a little PMA all up in Joe's face. Maybe tell him to calm down, quit talking about trying to kick people's asses and slapping them. Joe Bruce wasn't having any of that shit. To destroy the We march. don't grow up, man. We don't you grow up, KG. Saying? We don't grow up it's over another here, man. Thing. We're, I, I ain't told to beat a motherfucker's ass, man, if I had to. I'm passionate about this shit, man. But it's just... So there you have it, Joe Bruce admitting that he wants to act like a little child in regards to everything with Magic Ninja. Fuck them, fuck their artists, fuck their label, fuck everything. Fuck him. This motherfucker ain't got a leg to stand on. Then of course, Joe Bruce goes on with his threats, his insults. At one point he called Paul little baby Hitler, said he was full of hate marching up and down the road up there. Uh, lots of talk about boots getting fucking kicked in people's faces. When we all seen Joe Bruce on stage with his rickety legs, motherfucker probably couldn't even kick his shoes off. That's the only reason why I'm fucking fueled up right now. Because it's like anything else, man. It's like, it's just like, do your fucking thing. Right. Shut the fuck up. Do your thing. Run your fucking label. Do whatever the fuck you Before want. Before you get a motherfucking boot but, in the mouth. But no, it's not even, you know, it's not even about that. It's just fucking do your thing. And if you're, you know what I'm saying? Just do your thing. Go away. Before we come over there and boot you in the motherfucking <laughs> mouth, right, motherfuckers. Okay, you right. ain't far from here. We got right. cars. We'll be over there. Right. We'll boot you right in your motherfucking face, man. Yeah. We're not going to door and boot whoever the fuck opens that motherfucker, man. Straight up. Don't make us. We're also, hey, we know we know these are pussies, man. Let's you know, not front. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We, come on, man. It's one thing. It's one thing. <laughs> we could go there and it's, smack them all, right. man. Listen, it's one thing. And, and, yeah, and it's just, we already spend too much time on that, man. It's yeah. fucking. Right. I will boot him in the face. And we're, we're, we're good. Like, we're good. Y'all do you. Y'all do you. We'll do us. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's all it really needs to be.
know it's, I know 90% of it is Paul, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I, Paul's like fucking a little baby Hitler over there running around just full. He goes ahead and throws another jab in there about their influences, or shall I say, lack thereof, by saying that Twisted can't be influenced by ICP because they were created by ICP. It, it was definitely, without a doubt, their talent, their unbelievably talent, and their are. shine. And nobody's they, they, taking they, that they're, away. Why um, nobody's taking that away. Why they're successful they, as they are. Right. But the reason why they're not an influence of ICP is because they're a creation of ICP. Right. And then, on some absolutely ridiculous funny shit, there's a little bit of hope for reconciliation as they're still asking Magic Ninja artists to partake in the march because the march is doing so fucking bad. Also say, man, you know, we would never stop anybody from playing the march or being on a cypher. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody wanted to support the cause and they, I don't give a fuck if it's twisted, if they wanted to support the cause for Juggalos and be on that cypher, we invite right. them to, absolutely. Well, it's like what we said with the, you know, before all beefs are dropped. When it comes to the when march. When it comes to the march, absolutely. Like there's something movie, more important than our problems with fucking, that we might have with Twisted or what Twisted has with us. In, in our minds, all beefs are squashed when it comes to the march. So what did we fucking learn last night during the Juggalo show? Well, Violent J's fucking crazy. I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing. I don't know why they're just allowing him to fucking go on these radio shows and these fucking interviews and say the shit he's saying. From the beginning of the interview, it seemed as if a lot of this shit that he was saying was pre-programmed responses. Uh, he used the word regret a lot while avoiding the word sorry. Let's play Ninja and all the 17 percenters out there that are claiming motherfucker didn't apologize for nothing. Regret means to be sorry for. So if you're sorry for something, you're apologetic, which means you're regretful which means they're synonyms, which means this is the fucking English language, and it is what it is. We all saw the clips. We all know what he fucking said. He also said that he wishes he hadn't spoke so much about tech in the interview, which means he believes he was wrong, which means tech was right. I rest my fucking case on this point. Tech was able to basically strong arm, utilizing one verse, an explanation a defense for not doing the march, and some plugs out of this motherfucker, pretty much, in order to make everything right. The explanation, the explanation that he was regretful about the mad child statement kind of leads into that. If he's regretful about the mad child statement, and he's also regretful about the way he handled the interview, then he's sorry for fucking both. That's kind of the way this works. Now, I understand the Duke, and I understand the Duke's dick, and the Duke's dick is never going to say he's sorry. Kind of a fucking word is sorry. I don't even think that word's in this motherfucker's language. You know what I'm saying? I don't think the Duke's dick is fucking capable of saying it's sorry. Jump steady, as usual, still a dick sucker. Fuck you, Rob Bruce. He couldn't, he couldn't help but jump all over Tech's dick when Joe was doing it. But when Joe wasn't doing it, he was, it, it's, it's so fucking transparent what's going on here. And it's looking more and more like Scientology or some sort of a cult every day where it's literally like, well, on Tuesday, Violent J says, you can't like so-and-so, but on Thursday, he can come on the fucking radio and tell you, uh, I was mistaken two days ago. Now it's different because that's all we saw in this interview was backpedaling, retraction. We did, the only thing we didn't get was a direct I'm sorry. 
but all this free and half price and whatever hookup bullshit that was going on before that they even described in this video, I'm pretty sure that shit's over now. And I'm pretty fucking sure Joe Bruce is going to have to break bread to Travis O'Gwin. Tech has agreed, however, to do the March-related cipher. Now, this isn't a big deal for Tech. Tech's got five buildings. I'm sure in one of those buildings, he's got a studio, and in one of those buildings, he's got a motherfucking camera crew. He can submit his verses and his videos using just his guys with very little trouble or cost to him. So once again, the Beard's word, Joe Bruce, here's an L. That's for you. Take it home. It's real pretty. I got it at Walmart. Now on to the other shit. Of course, Psychopathic Records, Rob and Joe Bruce, the motherfucking just full of class Bruce brothers taking the high road on the Magic Ninja Entertainment situation. Um, it makes no sense to me why Twisted's name is still coming up from these guys. Uh, in one breath on the show last night, they're claiming that they don't talk about Twisted at all around the office, but every other word after a certain point on the show last night was about Twisted. They put the issue to rest several fucking times, and they still kept bringing up Twisted, kept bringing up Magic Man. No doubling down on directing his hatred towards Twisted and the guys on Magic Ninja is fucking bullshit because we all know anybody with fucking eyes and a working cerebellum should be able to transparently see that this is just a definite power move to try to push any jugs that were on the fence into 17%ville. Now, the 17%ers out there, they're still not seeing it. I got 17%ers on YouTube comments on Charles Play Ninja's video, which... Shouts to Raya. That intro shit was pretty funny. I have a terrible webcam. I know that. Do I look better now? It took me five minutes to fix the problems with my video. You'll never fix the problems with you. Fuck out of here. Shags wouldn't even go on the motherfucking show with him this time. Shaggy's probably sick of all the fucking negativity. Because as Joe Bruce is sitting there saying it's all coming from Twisted... Twisted hasn't said one negative public word about Joe Bruce, about Psychopathic Records, or about anything going on over there in quite some time. And the one word they did say that may have been negative was exactly that. One fucking word. So, of course, Joe Bruce talking all this shit, knowing that Twisted is trying to take the high road, they're not going to respond Although, at this point, I really wish they would. Joe is really fucking begging for it at this point. This guy is literally going to be on a radio station talking about kicking somebody's ass, kicking the first person that answers the door at the office. We got cars. We'll be over there in a minute. Inner City Posse is going to have to come back earlier than the Carnival Carnage show. Don't these sound like some motherfucking gang shit to you? I mean, damn, man. Why are we even fucking marching? All these juggalos, we the, the people marching, getting ready to march to try to get rid of this stigma that you're reinforcing acting the way you're fucking acting, Joe Bruce. You realize that? Rob, Joe, Rudy, Rachel, somebody over in that motherfucking office, please grab this old man. At this point, 
Joe Bruce looks like a motherfucking crazy old man. And somebody needs to put a fucking stop to this. Because what should have been a I'm regretful for things I said on this one radio show turned into I said some shit I'm gonna be regretful for on this radio show. I really hope Magic Ninja responds. I think it's the right thing to do. But the Child's Play Ninja and all you 17 percenters out there, man, I mean, tune your ass right here. If you want a little bit of clarity, if you want me to rub the fago out of your fucking eyes and show you the real world and what's really going on, the Beard Speaks is the place to do it. Fuck you, Child's Play Ninja, Raya, whatever the fuck your name is, out there spreading bullshit, misinformation, disinformation, and straight-up lies. Bunch of fucking heads on the internet want to call me fake news. So what happens now? Is the flailing going to continue on the part of Psychopathic Records? Because that's all I'm seeing from those motherfuckers. I can't understand any of you that are still in a position of saying, Violent J is doing the right things. Joe Bruce and Rob Bruce are making the right decisions to keep a company not only afloat, but thriving. The idea that the DCG Con is not sold out yet, and those after-party tickets are limited to 800 people, and they're doing a double EP show, and those fucking sh- that those tickets aren't sold out? That shows in, like, fucking a week, right? It's it's a week from tomorrow, and they w- couldn't sell out 800 tickets doing a double EP show. But you're going to go ahead and tell me that I'm wrong, that Joe Bruce isn't backpedaling, that Joe and Rob Bruce aren't just a couple of fucking assholes, that Rudy and all them aren't just enabling this crazy motherfucker who's had way too much Fago poured on his fucking skin to make decisions, man. I'm going to drop the link if I can find the archive, if it's up. Watch the original interview. Make sure I didn't cut nothing out that you think was important. Let me know what you think about this whole situation. And uh, shit, man, I'll be around. What up, everybody? Chuck Reeves here, East Coast Beast host. Here with a little Beard Speaks extra. I know all you heads out there probably seen my last video and then more so episode two probably um, about this whole Tech 9 Violent J. Joe Bruce running his mouth situation. Uh, I've been getting a little bit of blowback from some of these other fucking juggalo YouTubers out here. Yeah, man, I've been getting a little bit of pushback about my opinion that Violent J apologized on the Juggalo show the other night. Now, instead of trying to further explain this and uh, further confuse the 17 percenters out there who, for some reason or another, don't understand what regret means in the real world, I'm just going to go ahead and say it like this and amend my motherfucking opinion. People like Craze McCormick, people like CPN, shit, even that kid boy Blue, all these slightly autistic, down for life, 17% motherfuckers who are going to let Joe Bruce ride this train right into the fucking ravine, this is for you. Since y'all want to be semantic lawyers, no, Violent J, Mr. Joe Bruce, never said the words, I'm sorry. Not during the entirety of the fucking Juggalo show. He didn't say it when he was regretful about saying that shit about Mad Child. Now, was he sorry? Probably in fucking person he was, but he was regretful in public. He was regretful about the shit he said about tech on the radio. Did he say on the Juggalo show he was sorry? No. But on the phone with tech, I bet he fucking did. All right? 
regretful about the fucking March list. Did he say he was sorry? No. But I'm sure he's sorry about that shit too. Probably not publicly. They talked about that shit in the video. Public versus private. How the way they feel versus the way they should fucking act. Now, since y'all want to be out there in the fucking comments and in these other fucking shitty videos of splitting red pubic hairs over the difference between regret and apology, I went ahead and did a little deep diving, and this is where the amend to my opinion comes. It would have been nice if Violent J would have apologized, because then at least I can defend him as a man, because a man apologizes. What Violent J, what Joe Bruce fucking did was express regret. Now, I ain't never heard of a more pussy-ass thing in my fucking life because what you're saying by saying, I regret that I did this, is that you are expressing remorse that you did it, but you're not willing to accept responsibility for your motherfucking actions, all right? So, no, if the fucking 17 percenters want to have it their way, fine. Chuck's new word, Violent J didn't apologize. He's just a huge fucking pussy who can't accept responsibility for his fucking actions. You know what kind of fucking people are regretful? Hmm. When the Catholic Church got caught up molesting little boys, they was regretful. When there's an oil spill and all sorts of cutesy fucking animals get covered up in crude, the president of an oil company is regretful. When police kill an unarmed child on the street, they're regretful. Not one of these motherfuckers says they're sorry. So 17 percenters, Child's Play Ninja, Craze McCormick, all you heads that want to argue the fact that Violent J should have apologized and he quasi did, fine, you win. But now you get to lump Violent J in with all those other motherfuckers who are regretful, yet not man enough to accept responsibility for their own actions. That's Chuck's new word. You know what? Fuck it. The beard has spoken. The crack between Tech 9 and Violent J didn't heal right away by any stretch. Tech stuck by his word to not only skip the Juggalo March, but to also decline the 2017 gathering invitation. And as we've talked about before, when he returned to the gathering grounds in 2018, the performance price discount psychopathic had enjoyed from Strange for some time, had expired. No one from Psychopathic has done any work with Tech or any other strange music artist since, and we may never actually see that again. I want to thank all you listeners for sliding through the time tube with me once again. I hope you heads continue to enjoy Sequence 2. January has been quite the fantastic month, and we ain't even close to done yet. Make sure you don't miss Thursday night's YouTube live stream. I'm going to be doing a full-blown, no-holds-barred, Beards Astronomicon preview. So if you are on the fence about attending or you are sad that you can't attend, I want you to tune in anyway. Shit, I'm getting the hell out of this time warp. And you should too. Until the next time, heads. The Beard is spoken. Again.